Dear Reggie fils Congratulations on your successful 15-year career at Nintendo America. Over the last decade as company president, you have captured the hearts and minds of gamers and fans alike. From seeing you in Nintendo Directs, to appearing in fellow content creators' work, it was always a pleasure hearing from you, discussing the latest systems, games, and bringing your personality to such a huge corporation. Although, all good things must come to an end. Reggie, we wish you a happy and fulfilling retirement, and we are really looking forward to you coming on the show uh, this week around the, uh, you know, the 46-minute mark, give or take. Much love, The House of Mario. What's up everybody, welcome to the House of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast on the 8-Bit Collective, and the doors to episode 92 are open. I'm your host Drew Agnew, and joining me as always is my best buddy Bryce DeWitt. Let's go. Let's go, where are we going? Uh, to the pub, I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, this week on the show we're going to be talking about a fair bit of news, as well as the uh, recent inclusion of Joker, included in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Jokey. Bryce, um... I want, to, I want to know how your week's going. I want to know what you've been playing. I want to know. I want to just know everything about you. How's your, how's, how's your love life going? Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, no, just been you know playing Smash and then playing some Dragalia on the side when I can't really hold a controller in my hands and I've got a child. Um, yep. So you're still going strong on Dragalia Lost. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That won't stop. It's, it's, it's funny because. Um, a lot of people associate mobile games with a lot of microtransactions. Yeah. But Nintendo are actually very insistent in not making Dragalia Lost very microtransaction. So they'd actually told Psy Games, who obviously develops the game, they're basically just like, just be generous. That's basically what they've said to Psy Games, and so we just get free shit all the time. It's great. It's somehow. So, oh, you're still getting free stuff. Is that because there's yeah. uh, server problems? No, or? not even that. No. Okay. No. Um, they're making a major change to the game on the 26th of April and for that we're getting compensated a shit ton and it's not even a bad change it's a change that the community wanted so right. <laughs> so not only are we getting the change that the community wanted but we're also getting like three ten times summons and like a shit ton of old water which you use for upgrades and stuff you get it for free okay just because just why not yeah no particular reason and anybody that spent um uh, sorry, anybody that earned Eldwater from summons, uh, because summons for getting duplicates, if you're getting duplicates, you get Eldwater. They're reimbursing anybody that got duplicates, but reimbursing them the Eldwater they got with the new rates. Okay. So it's like if you earned 3,000 Eldwater from drawing a five star or something, I think it's like 5,500 now. Oh, wait, no, 5,500 on top of that. So it's 8.5k. So for every five star you might have duplicated summoned, you get five thousand five hundred gold water. They're backlogging it and giving you all the shit back. Well, that's good. It's really good. Yeah. So you know it's it's been a real real pleasure to play. You can, yeah, you can't you can't complain with free stuff. What, what level what level are you up to right now? Um, level eighty eight. Eighty eight. I think I think the yeah. cap's like one fifty. Is it getting to the point now where it's getting quite? There's quite a bit of time between leveling up, or is it still? Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been like that for a little bit now. Was the last time you? 
you were talking about, I think, what are you up to? Like level 80 or 75 or something? Uh, 70 something, probably. Yeah. yeah, I've been playing it a little, a little less at the moment, but that's mainly because I'm kind of like in a position of like, where do I go? What do I put my resources into? What do I prioritize? And um, I mean, I've sort of got a path at the moment, but the where I'm at at the moment requires a bit of farming and just haven't really had the time to sit down and, you know, farm, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it's real polar polar opposite to Fire Emblem because uh, Fire Emblem Heroes because Fire Emblem Heroes lately is getting a lot of flack because Dragalia Lost is doing really nice things okay so the, the fan base is looking over there going we want that too yeah yeah yeah. Okay. pretty much um, because the way intelligence systems have managed Fire Emblem Heroes is kind of questionable because mm. um to get the absolute most out of your character you kind of need duplicates right yeah you need 10 duplicates what? of the one thing you want so what do you do you break them down and get something you put it back into the character uh, is that what how, you, you, how it works you fuse them back into the character so you have a level 40 character for example and you can get 10 plus levels on top of that but you can only get those 10 plus levels by infusing duplicates and if you're looking for a rare unit duplicate so like a five star which you know, their rates are like maybe 5% or something like that. Mm. You're either investing a lot of money or a lot of your free orbs, which you don't get anywhere near as many as you do with Dragalia Lost. Right. And people are kind of looking at it and going like, yeah. It, it's it's really strange because a lot of people, um, even from outside of the Nintendo space, uh, playing gacha games and stuff like that, they're kind of just like, why am I playing this game when Dragalia Lost is giving free shit out all the time? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a pretty good question to ask. Well, when, like if you if you if you're into that sort of collecting and just gr- constant grinding, yeah. where's you don't have to spend any money in one or very little money in one, then look at the other one and go, hmm, okay, I have to spend quite a bit of money to get the same outcome in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's only one other game I know that kind of does that, and that's Azure Lane. And like, you only really play Azure Lane if you're into the idea of warships being turned into anime women. I mean, who's not? Who's <laughs> hey? I, I, I'm, I'm, I've dabbled in it. It's all right. It's a decent game, but it requires a lot more critical thinking than what Dragalia Lost does. So it doesn't really capture my attention because I'm kind of just like I don't want to sit down and you know don't think about down. these things. <laughs> think about these things that really, in the in the end, don't really don't even matter. In the end, doesn't even matter. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. I mean, unless I'm really going to get into the PvP. Which you will. You'll you'll get into it. Nah. Nah? Nah. Not really. Mm. The PvP's kind of awkward in Azure Lane. But I won't go into it. Um, so yeah, Dragali on the side and then whatever I play on my PC from time to time. I have been playing a bit of Smite on the Switch. Oh, you have? Yeah, I launched it up yesterday and had a crack. And um, I mean, Smite's, Smite's running pretty damn well on the Switch, but the there's some issues with it. Like the community of Smite is really haphazard about cross-platform play yeah is it is it cross-platform on switch 100 percent cross-platform yeah you can even invite like people from other consoles and shit onto a party from pc oh that's awesome and yeah and it's great yeah but like there's a lot of people who are critical about it because they're like oh I'm playing with all these people from console who have sort of only just picked up the game and smite's been out on pc for like three years and mm. so it's a bit well being more longer than that even but yeah so they're trying to be inclusive like oh it's these new people coming to our game we've been playing for 
years. Yeah. yeah. See, I, d- I don't understand that. Like, for a free-to-play game to thrive, the more people spending money playing in the game, the better. Mm. Yeah. So, new people getting into it on a new platform, like, they might not have had access to it on, like, a, a decent PC or their PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. So, the idea of, to that is just silly. I- yeah. You've got to like the problem is with MOBAs as well, MOBAs in general, is you've got to learn the game. Like, yeah. you've, you've got to know what every character sort of does to a sort of retrospect. And in my opinion, Smite's harder to realize that than some of them. Because mm, I guess when you look at League of Legends and you're like, you're clicking around or whatever, and it's like, oh, I got no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Where Smite, you're like, oh, it's a. So you might look at it and go, oh, it's a 3D platform and you're just running around, jumping on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing the thing that confuses me about Smite is that, it, like, its roster's getting bigger. It's still nowhere near as big as League of Legends, but I found, like, with the League of Legends, because of the perspective it's played in, which is, like, almost bird's eye, you get a quicker understanding of how characters play and you don't have to be anywhere near them to understand. Yeah. But with Smite, you kind of have to be. And that often leads to you getting your ass kicked <laughs> if you don't know what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better at it, and I'm getting there, but still got some learning to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I've I've just been playing around with uh, Yoshi's Crafter World and um, obviously the new Smash stuff, which we'll get into later. Crafty Weldy. But there, um, what I find interesting is that there was a new uh, update for the Switch, and it l- lets you. Uh, order your games in the most played to the least played right and I'm, I'm looking at mine now and it's, a, it's quite interesting just like what I've put my time into so I'll just go through the games I've put the most time into <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um, so the very first one's Mario Kart 8 which is pretty obvious it's, it's kind of surprising I think is it? well I mean when you consider Zelda an Odyssey mm, yeah I know mm. yeah then next one isn't either of those games either. It's a uh, Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu. Yeah, right under there. You're you're a big you're a big shiny hunter man. So I, I was yeah yeah. I wish I still. I want to go back and play it. There's <laughs> nothing stopping me. I've literally got my switch in my hand right now. Okay. No, and, until but, you burn yourself out, and then you're like, new Pokemon games coming this year. <laughs> uh, I, I keep on forgetting it. Don't remind me. <laughs> I'd rather just forget. Uh, then the next one's Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And right after that is Pokemon Quest. <laughs> oh, you and your Pokemon Quest. So that's my f- that's my fourth most played game on the Switch. You're literally playing a mobile game on your Switch and it's your fourth most played. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's saying something, isn't it? Ugh. God. God. <laughs> uh, then, then number five is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and that's that game hasn't been out that long, so... That's not too bad a position for that. Yeah. Then Splatoon 2, Mario Odyssey, Arms, Blossom Tales, Rocket League. I haven't and even this... played Mario Odyssey longer than Splatoon 2. That's weird. Yeah, I know. That's strange for you. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. That one surprised me. I'm surprised they even made it onto this list at all. <laughs> I think I think I had it like idle a lot, like a lot yeah. because I'd do a level like then I'll like, you know, switch it off and come back to it. It was one of those games for me. Like I wasn't really really getting into it so I do a level and put it down do a level put it down so right. I don't know if that's why it got onto here then next up is Tetris 99 and yeah yeah, I played that more than I probably should have most of the time <laughs> I, I, I played Tetris 99 for the first time a couple of days ago and I think oh you did that, yeah I think I think the best place I got was somewhere in the 50s yeah yeah it's hard oh, now shit. it's hard it's now it's really hard now 
Yeah. Like a lot of people know what they're doing now. Mm. And, and that makes it really difficult. Like so, this game made T-Spin like just no knowledge in the game community. Like a lot of people yeah. are like, what the hell is T-Spinning? Oh, it's crazy. I just played it on my Game Boy and go for the high score. And now it's like, you've got to T-Spin. You've got to do these yeah, things. If you to- don't T-Spin, you're going to get wrecked. Mm. Like, like Jesus. Even if you get into what the top five like this just a fano snap and bang you're dead <laughs> yeah 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 hmm. oh well. yes oh well all right Ross. let's get into into some uh bit of the news this week all right so this, this is the biggest story this is the biggest story of the week surely yes for surprise uh <laughs> <laughs> so detective pikachu toys are now available at hungry jacks oh so important bryce does this get your noodle in a strudel yeah <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this is from Vooks.net. Uh, well, yeah, Vooks.net. Uh, Detective Pikachu movie is only a few weeks away and Hungry Jacks have started to give way Detective Pikachu toys this week. There's Arcanine, Loudred, Bulbasaur, Psyduck, Mewtwo, and of course, Detective Pikachu. So they look like um, pretty shoddy little plastic figurines. Um, cool. So are you going to go to Hungry Jacks, get, get a little uh, meal for Eevee and well, uh, get, get a little Arcanine toy? Maybe. I haven't had Hungry Jacks in a while. Yeah, Hungry Jacks. I don't want Hungry Jacks. It's pretty good now. No, I like I like Hungry Jacks. Mm. Like I never, I've never had a problem with Hungry Jacks because they actually put fucking salad on their burgers. Yeah, not cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not just like with McDonald's. It's like, hey, here's a Big Mac. It's like three bits of bun, some lettuce, and some special sauce. Mm. See, I don't mind, I don't mind the Big Mac, but I definitely prefer the burgers at Hungry Jacks. I know that's a part of the marketing, and maybe that's why I'm saying it like that. I, I yeah, something about well, I mean the patties are better at Hungry Jacks, yeah, in my opinion, yeah, because of the way they are. This is turning into <laughs> it is, isn't it? But the f- episode three of fucking uh, you know the eight bit cast. cast, yeah, um, but it does. They do taste better. The problem with Hungry Jacks, I think, is more or less that, um. In terms of like, they don't have vanilla coke on tap. That and McDonald's is like slightly cheaper. And if you really just feel like eating absolute garbage, McDonald's is a pretty good choice. <laughs> What's Hungry Jack's? Just like it's garbage, but it's not a good choice. It's garbage with salad. It's garbage but salad. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can you can get salads at McDonald's. I mean, you can't. Yeah, but on your burger though. Mm-hmm. Like the only real, the only real burger that I would classify. A burger with salad is the McCoz, and that's not even around half the time. Mm. And that's got like tomato, lettuce, beetroot. Oh, they're they're good, man. Like McCoz is nice. Like they they're good trash burgers. Are like especially around here. Like we don't have any like burger places necessarily. Yeah. Except like, for stacks recently. Yeah, we have yeah. stacks now. I haven't gone there. The other day, Beautiful. the other day I went to the marketplace and I was I really felt like Chinese, so I decided to get Chinese instead. But when I feel like a burger. Go in the stacks. Go to stacks. It's great. Stacks yeah. is great. Yeah. They've even got a loyalty card. Look, see? You've look. got a loyalty card at stacks. Yeah, look at this. You're a, you're a legend. Yeah, dude, look at that. See? Look, I claimed wow. a free burger. The so, what other do you day. get? What do you get if you, you get so, a free combo if you get. After five, you get a free simple burger. So, that's like. Simple burger? It's like a cheeseburger or something. Like, yeah, sort of. Yeah. 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 And then um, at the end of the at the end of the card, you get like a, a full combo for free. Okay. Okay. Well, we just plug stacks so yep. on the back of this card it says uh they're on twitter at stacks burger co so 
um, on Instagram and Facebook. So <laughs> give us a hit up, Stacks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. But just back to the toys, I'm just looking at the Arcanon. He's got like, he's meant to have like flames coming out of his mouth. Right. It looks like he's just throwing up. <laughs> so maybe that's a sign not to go to Hungry Jacks. Because <laughs> the Ar- <laughs> bloody Arcanon's like a dog. The dog can't even eat it. So no. don't worry about it. And Mewtwo, Mewtwo looks like in the movie, he looks like quite terrifying. Yeah. And the toy's trying to replicate that, but it's like a real like crappy plastic toy of it. So it looks silly. <laughs> oh, great. And Psyduck has the eyes, yeah. So anyway, Detective Pikachu, it's coming soon. Cool. Go and get your goddamn toys at Hungry Jacks. Yep. Uh, an- another another quick story is that Nintendo re- revealed the release date for the upcoming Smash Amiibo, which is Isabel and Pokemon Trainer and uh, Pichu. So we'll be able to get it on the... Um, the, oh, I'm trying to convert the uh, the American date in my head, but it's the 26th of the 7th. So nice. what's that September? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I. Wait, I really... 26th of the 7th? No, it's July. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> like, wait, no, that's not. I'm not a walking calendar, Bryce. Well, you should be. Yeah. Well, I should really should be. There's only 12 months. I should be there. Yeah, but I really want the Pokemon Trainer one. That looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Patreon one's pretty cool. Don't need an Isabel one. I've actually got an Isabel one just from the, uh, the Animal Crossing set. Animal Crossing set I got. Because yep. the other day, like I know you know, but I'm still on the listeners. The other day I went to EB Games and I saw they had the Amiibo Festival game with the uh, two Amiibo pack for $9. I got it, picked it up. It was like, cool, got the Amiibo. I'm never going to play the game. I'm not going to go to my Wii U to play Amiibo Festival in 2019. Not going to happen. <laughs> but I just, I like unboxed it, had a look at the game case. I noticed I couldn't hear a disc in there when I was like, picking it up sure enough no disc yeah open it up no disc <laughs> and I really can't be bothered going to the effort to be like guys you didn't include a disc and we're like how do we know you, you're just not bullshitting us I'm like, it's like well it was nine dollars just give me the disc just yeah uh, yeah it's a bit frustrating anyway yeah well because like I'm going to have a big party no I'm not going to play an Amiibo festival but oh no mm. <sighs> and just the last of our uh, quick news stories so uh Box Boy plus Box Girl. There's a demo available now on the eShop. It comes out next week. So if you want to have a go at it, go and have a play. I'm keen to give the demo a go because I really like the ones on 3DS. I didn't play all of them. I only played like the first one or something. But yeah. they're, they're quite fun little puzzle games. And um, I noticed it's really cheap here. It's like $15. That's a good price for it. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. For a nice little co-op puzzle game. And... I just saw I just I saw this news article t- today. So this is from My Nintendo News. So Tencent will be distributing Nintendo Switch consoles in China. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll I'll just read the article. There is some good news for Chinese gamers that was confirmed today. Tencent, a giant, uh, a media giant in China, received the approval from the Chinese government to distribute and sell Nintendo Switch in the country. It will come with a test version of Super Mario Bros. Deluxe. So when they say that, I don't know if they mean like. <laughs> the Super Mario Bros. Deluxe, like the Game Boy game. <laughs> or they mean Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I shouldn't have mean U Deluxe. U Deluxe, yeah. yeah. So they didn't say that in that. But, um, uh, video gaming consoles has been unbanned in, by the Chinese government in 2014. The ban has been in place for 14 years. 14 years? That's yeah. crazy. I remember the news when it, um, they lifted it too. It was like a big thing that they're actually... That's why there's so many of these knockoff consoles coming out of China because... I'll be that's how they play I'll be honest with you I think I think it's probably like a reflection of like we need to stop people playing shit like PUBG on their computers because it's that's like a that's like a, almost a plague in China PUBG mm. yeah 
Um, I'll just continue the uh, article. Yeah, go. You can. Yeah. I'm just I'm just putting it in there. Yeah, it's all good, man. Uh, however, the process is far from over. According to uh, Nyko Partners Analyst uh, Daniel Ahmed, Nintendo is currently going through the approval process. And whilst the news today is a positive sign, the company needs to receive approval from the Chinese Certification Commission. Uh, Nintendo will... Nintendo and Tencent will need to submit each game for approval in China to ensure the game complies with content regulations. This is a lengthy process and that means it will take time before Nintendo can build up a large library of official games in China. So every game is going to go through this long process to get on there. But um, it's interesting. So Nintendo is actually going to have or can potentially have their system in China whereas before they were putting... They were testing the market with Wii games on the the Shield. If you remember that, yep, yeah, a, a couple of years ago now, how they were yeah. putting Twilight Princess Mario Galaxy on the Shield. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they might have actual official Nintendo hardware in China. See, the the only problem with it with this news is is the Tencent part. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling like Tencent is just going to friggin' take o- or take over the world. With it seems stuff like it at the moment. Yeah. Like it literally, Tencent is a crazy friggin' company in how much it owns, distributes in China, mm. all that stuff. It feels like that it might come to a point where, you know, they're gonna reach a limit where they're gonna have that money, that power, and everything, and then Tencent is just gonna be sort of integrated into so much shit that you're not gonna be able to see anything but Tencent mm. on the label somewhere. And you know, Tencent's not all good. No, well, it, it they've got a like per- percentage of Ubisoft, Epic. Yep. They're distributing the Switch in their country. Like they've got their hands in so many pies. They. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Like that's the problem with Tencent. I feel like they've got such a hard reach, and I mean, <laughs> without sounding terrible, there is a lot of there is a lot of uh, amnesty towards. Chinese-made products in Australia, yeah, because we're because it mainly just means like cheap knockoff crap, generally, really. yeah, and also like there's there's the aspect of like companies outsourcing to Chinese companies to make stuff, taking jobs away from you know your home country, yeah, exactly. stuff like that too, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't want that to happen uh, with like game developers and stuff like that down here, or you know stuff like that. I. I don't mind what Tencent does as a company. Something like this is great. Mm. Uh, that's fine. But I think, like, still need to sort of keep the power in developers' hands and stuff like that. I don't want. I don't want to see a court case come up between Tencent and Nintendo later down the line, because that would be a powerful battle between two very powerful companies, and whatever one wins is going to come out a very well well placed victor. The mm. other one is going to come out a very very like bad off loser. Yeah, because it's it's all very well now where China's a, a test market. You know they're testing the waters, but when when the Chinese government or the country like really embraces gaming, <clears throat> how how is a ten cents percentage going to work out? Then are they going to want more? Are they going to yeah yeah. I mean, like that's what I'm afraid of is an impending legal battle because while yes, as you said before, ten cent have their hands in many pies, they do, uh, but. A pie as big as Nintendo? Probably not. So we'll see. Mm. We'll see on that one. Yeah. And it won't be touch. Obviously, that deal won't be touching us over here in Australia or in America or whatever, no, but- no. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of it's kind of a touchy situation because obviously Australia has a huge relationship with China in terms of debt. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, most of us do. <laughs> most countries do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do they make so much money? I don't know, Bryce. It's <laughs> crazy. Because all the manufacturing's over there. Well, yeah, and I suppose you, yeah. you're only going to look at, you know, the capitals. <laughs> it's, yeah. Mm. Um, in, in a pretty similar story, uh, this is a report from the Wall Street Journal that Nintendo stock jumps to its highest level in six months f- following the China news. So this is from NintendoEnthusiast.com. Yep. Uh, a report from the Wall Street Journal recently showed that Nintendo is in the early stages of forming a partnership with Chinese tech giant Tencent in order to officially release the Nintendo Switch in China. For several years, the Chinese government's uh, heavy surplus on gaming on the gaming market, so consoles have never really had a foothold there due to being banned. Uh, but the government has become re- uh, more lax in recent times. As a result, news of the Switch coming to China has made investors extremely happy. The Chinese gaming market is usually substantially big when looking at trends in the PC and mobile sectors. So Nintendo stocks have jumped up Uh, 12.72% in Japan following the Wall Street Journal report. Uh, This is the highest percentage in the company stocks have hit in the last half a year, Uh, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Takahashi, a reporter from the Wall Street Journal, recently published a tweet which contains a screen grab, screen grab of an article which explains, in some caution, advised referring to investors. While investors may be happy at this time, the article warns that the reported deal between Nintendo and Tencent is still in its beginning stages and, and it has its ways to becoming everything... Well, sorry. Uh, in its beginning stages and has ways to go before everything <coughs> is... Fully set in stone. Yep. So, investors are happy for now. Well, that's why the stock's gone up. <laughs> and we might see... Uh, because it is an untapped market mm. and they're going to make money off of it. Yeah. I mean, I hope Nintendo make plenty of money out of this and I hope Chinese gamers get their hands to buy their own Nintendo Switch. Yeah. In yeah. the end. Like, I have no I have no issue with that at all. <laughs> you do. So, God damn, don't want those <laughs> Chinese people playing Nintendo Switch. It's just, it's just watching. It's just, just watching Nintendo make these relationships with Tencent that kind of scares me a little bit. Mm. Think about, think about all those people playing Nintendo Switch and like, oh, let's get a Nintendo podcast on the way. So they load up the house of Mario and they're like, I know what these guys are saying. Awesome stuff. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, this is a a, a rumor. Um, so Nintendo delays next generation Switch model due to hardware issues and this is also from Nintendo Enthusiast according to Japanese business magazine uh, how do you pronounce it? Nikil? I'll go over that (laughs) translated by USG Nintendo has decided to delay the release of their next generation in quotes Switch model Uh, the reasons are Difficulty of getting the Switch operating system to run on the new hardware and troubles with power consumption. Yeah, well, we know we're getting a pro console then if Mm. that's the case. Yeah. So additionally, uh, Nikhil says um, Nintendo is uh, concurrently planning to release a small bargain version of the Switch this fall. This bargain version is intended for outdoor use but will be dockable to play on a television. Um a powerful rumour has been going around for a while that Nintendo is working on two new versions of the Switch, a superior Pro model and a smaller budget model. 
Um, this is new information from Nikel. It seems to agree most perfectly with the rumors, except for that previous rumors suggest the budget model might not be have a TV component. However, it is important to note that next generation switch in question is not guaranteed to be the rumored pro model. It is always possible they could instead be referring to the, to a genuine Switch successor like the Wii U compared to the Wii. I doubt that. Mm. It's too early. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's pr- probably way too early for that. Like they'll they'll be designing or like throwing ideas around for the next like the true next generation system. But do uh, you think do you think they'll keep going with the Switch like the concept of the Switch? I would like them to. Hmm, that's interesting too. I I think I think they've found their place to be honest they don't yeah they they can't make a dedicated handheld system again they can't do like just like a 3ds they can do like a pro like a, a budget model which is made for you know mm. small kids and might not come with the dock in that yep. but they can't just make a 3ds a ds a game boy and just do it out yeah and they also don't care about power like all this other stuff they just want to make fun stuff yeah so i think they will go with hybrid stuff hybrid systems in the future like at the moment we've got the Joy-Cons that come off and that's their sort of like uh, their way to you know have fun and make themselves I guess different with the motion controls and all that type of fun stuff that comes to the Joy-Cons well just touching on what happened with the PlayStation news even because I had the PlayStation 5 details sort of talked about in the recent week Um, all they said really was that they were going to put in full backwards compatibility and stuff like that and that the main upgrades were being like adding ray tracing and stuff like that to the PS5. Mm. So it feels like the actual next generation leap in consoles is actually not going to be that crazy. Yeah. Well, from the PS5 news, um, it seemed like what their marketing campaign was going to be was no loading times. Well, that was going to be like, you know, yeah, it's going to be directed at gamers, which is going to be no loading times. It's going to look great. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. Yeah. But it's, it's not going to be like, hey... The controller breaks in half. You can throw the other one. It's a boomerang. In the meantime, while you're waiting for that half to come back, you can do this with the controller. Then you catch the, catch <laughs> the controller once it comes back and you put it back together and that's how you play your video games. But what, what I'm what I'm suggesting is is that graphics, graphics fidelity is not actually going to go up that much. It's going to simply be like, here's a more powerful core in your PlayStation. It loads your games faster. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's more of a hardware upgrade, not a full system embellish. Yeah. So, um, like I I, I think yeah. like Nintendo could manage that with the Switch as well as we go up the ranks. Yeah. I don't think it would be like. I don't think it's hard to say. Like with with the Wii, they were happy with the Wii. Yeah. They wanted to keep the name, so they made the Wii U. Then they had a different idea with the tablet, and it was obviously more powerful, just because that's how technology works and progresses. Um, I think they'll do a similar thing with the Switch. I don't know if they'll call it like the Switch U, the Switch 2 or whatever, but I think they will keep the the idea of the handheld and TV gameplay and maybe sort of evolve the the way the Joy-Cons work or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo, don't move from this model. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really, yeah. Mm. I don't think I have to praise the Switch any more yeah. than I already have before. Yeah. It, it's seriously like the way that we it should be going forward yeah. from now on. And while I don't see Nintendo starting their own streaming service anytime soon, I do feel like all this streaming stuff coming up in the future that it won't be it won't be the norm necessarily, but it will definitely be a big part of gaming. Yeah, and it will be beneficial to Nintendo too. Obviously, having a portable system 
that doesn't have all the power that's in like your gaming PCs, uh, it would be a great asset to them having something like that that can run on this. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll th- that might be more integrated into the next system as well. Mm-hmm. Whether it's what Xbox doing or whoever they partner with to do it, be interesting to say. Yeah, but like personally, do these are like a budget model and a pro model does that interest you at all yeah well yeah I'll, I'll get a pro model um but you know hearkening back to something I said a couple of weeks ago I think they will make it bulkier as a result because by the sounds of this they're going to need a bigger battery in the thing mm. oh it'd be good to have a bigger battery in general just yeah but the bigger ba- the bigger battery won't be about lasting longer it'll be about providing yeah. the extra power it needs yeah. so I think without a doubt like the next the the switch pro model is probably going to be bigger than that Mm. and then the budget model obviously they've said it's smaller i think they'll shrink the size maybe about 15 percent, 20 percent and then yeah go with that yeah it'd be cool it'd be cool to see like uh like the budget switch be like a bit bigger than like a game wave arts like a real small for like made for kids you wouldn't be able to read shit on it though (laughs) yeah i know i know holy crap maybe not that small maybe if you're like looking at your iPhone like my iPhone 7 or yep. something and that's the screen yep that'll be that'll be pretty neat I think well that's why I'm thinking about 15-20% mm. I think that's what's sort of implanted in my head at the moment is about 15-20% smaller mm. yeah I'm definitely keen for a Switch Pro though oh yeah yeah no yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't be buying a budget model I'd definitely be buying a Pro model mm. and that'd be the way it is because from now yeah. on like with my relationship with consoles is a bit iffy but Nintendo Switch is the only one that I play. Yeah. Um, unless I'm absolutely needing to play something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely need to play something else. I can't play yeah, the Switch. Yeah, like... Well, for example, I use my PC for Final Fantasy, but if I'm away from home... Yeah. I can play Final Fantasy on my PS4. You know, that's like the only other reason I use a console at the moment or games pass if I ever feel like playing anything that's Xbox exclusive yeah. or, or yeah, exclusives in general obviously yeah, yeah. but it, like if I'm picking up a console 100% of the time it's pretty much that mm. so I, I can see myself getting both honestly like obviously I want the pro model because I'm a pro user you know <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah but if if the budget one is like a little small thing which I can just like chuck in my pocket and they have um they have like they sort out their account system so I can log on to both easily rather than have yep. that dedicate one. Which, I, th- which, I think which they, they will do when the they do this. Yeah, yeah. So I can obviously the price too. If they're like one's if one's six hundred dollars and the other one's four hundred dollars, right? I'm not going to afford that. So that's out of the question. But I would like to get both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Oh well. And uh, this one is uh, another one from Nintendo Enthusiast. So, Nintendo Labo director explains how Labo VR came about. So, when I read this, it, it's it's not so much of a um, of, of a head scratcher of how they came up or why they decided to do VR in this. So, in an interview with The Verge, uh, said so, so, so uh, God, crap. I said it. I said it in my head before. Now it's just completely <laughs> left me. Uh, Sat. Seguchi, yes, that's it, uh, shared some insight of how Labo VR came about. He explained that the concept of Labo VR was thought of to achieve the goal to create one overlap of technology meets familiar and accessible. Um, another benefit 
that's been achieved by having the VR experience based around interactive cardboard toys is that they offer a tactile experience after mimicking real life objects. Uh, Saguchi explains that he and the team, him, he, he and his team think that a while that's it's happening on screen, it's on screen, it's important. They also think. Uh, what we can feel physically and emotionally is also important. So, it's just... What are you smiling at? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. Just thinking. Uh, um, so, it's just like a real accessible way to bring VR to their console and the fact that you can actually feel things and uh, all of that while you're playing the games is uh, sort of why they decide to do it. Yeah. yeah. Because right. it's pretty interesting. Like the... Uh, when you're um, like doing the bird and you've got the got your head up the bum, like you're actually like flapping the wings and moving. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually flapping the wings and like moving your head and like it looks pretty entertaining. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> pretty entertaining. Yeah. Look at other birds' eyes for flapping. The wings. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Oh. I'm not being crude here. That is exactly what you're doing. <laughs> And also, also the one where you're, um, you're like, uh, I forgot what you're doing, but you're, I think you're like, you're like, you're jumping and like, you're pressing the pedal and it's actually like putting wind in your face. So it actually fit when you jump, like you get like the sensation of the wind in your face. Like, yeah, right. like it's, it's really smart ideas. And, um, I think I will pick up the, uh, the basic pack just with the goggles and oh, well, uh, just the gun. Zelda, so yeah. Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking about getting it the other day when it came out. I'm like, oh, nah. I'm like, try, trying to save money. I, don't, I really don't, don't want to go and buy cardboard. cardboard. But this, this, I think this is one where I'm like, yeah, should probably, would like to try it and get my impressions out. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, have you been checking out reviews and that for Lobo VR? Nah. Mm. Nah, not really. For the most part, it's been pretty, pretty positive of how they like... Obviously, like it's not strapped to your head. You pick it up and you like play around or whatever, and you put it down. Like everyone was saying that, like it's it's going to be an issue having like the bad frame rate. That you know, obviously a seven twenty p screen and all that, but it's not going to be strapped to your head for five minutes or half an hour at a time. It's going to be just like one minute put down, one minute put down. Yeah, <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> Well, you reckon you'll be holding it up there for like five hours? Like, whoops. <laughs> whoops. My retinas are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so it was having gone black. All right. It's destroyed my eyes. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's there's a full interview on uh, theverge.com. So if you want to read all that, um, go over there. I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to read that. Um, it's quite interesting of just like how they... Um, like the design process of coming up with the ideas for, I guess, their cardboard VR. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last of the little news bites, Bryce. Uh, this is also from Nintendo Enthusiast. Nintendo Enthusiast, great website. Um, a lot of sites, Nintendo-based websites, like they just don't have the latest news. And Nintendo Enthusiast does. They come to this and they do. So, shout, shout out to them. Uh, so... Uh, Reggie's Re- Reggie's retiring, Bryce. I don't know if you heard that. He retired this oh, week. No, he officially left, and he's made a he's made a, a Twitter account. Yes, he has. Which at Reggie at Reggie. He got at Reggie. <laughs> so he he's he's got some friends over at Twitter, obviously, to 
just like rip some poor bastard's name out from them who's got maybe 10 followers and no tweets or whatever I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but he's been he's been tweeting out basically him packing up his office him getting uh, fan art from friends in the industry and all that there's a really great one Jeff Keeley um, gave him which I've shown you yeah it's like yeah. it looks really cool originator so to check all that out go to his Twitter and have a look down his posts but uh, there's been one really interesting one from Retro Studios that has uh, come to a lot of people's eyes over the last couple of days so I'll read the article from Nintendo Enthusiast. So, our favorite face of Nintendo America, Reggie Fils-Aimé, has retired. Now that he is free, time on his hands, Reggie is taken to Twitter, sharing photos of farewell gifts from Nintendo presented to him in honor of the years of service he provided the video game company. Uh, one very partic- one very particular photo Reggie shared today, however, hints of a pretty big announcement. Reginator uploaded the following custom artwork from Nintendo's own Retro Studios, makers of Metroid Prime and the more recent Donkey Kong Country titles. So this this is uh, now Reggie's tweet. Uh, last of my retirement events was last night. Received some wonderful gifts and souvenirs. Yes, that is a working virtual boy. Art from Retro Studios. Notebook from Names Taken. A plastic ass for me to kick. <laughs> a book of notes from employees. A Mario statue. End of an era. Uh, now this is back to the article. Are the Kong family together with Samus and Reggie and the life-sucking Metroid? Nothing can possibly go wrong. But wait, what is that in the bottom of bottom corner of the photo? And this and it's got a picture of uh, the fan art from Retro Studios that sent him. It's got him, Donkey Kong, Dixie Kong. Samus, Metroids, and all that, and there's a figure behind the Mario statue who was supposedly given, but is c- covered up, mm-hmm. and it appears to be like a there's like a robotic hand, a robotic hand, yeah. and a lot of people are speculating that this is a a new character from a new IP Retro Studios is developing, and it's sort of been teased in this. Yep, and um, there's a there's a tweet from um, what's everyone have complicated names? I tell you what. <laughs> Uh, Enrico uh, Reve Enrique I'll go over that that sounds better <laughs> okay um, don't know um, I don't know I'm but, not looking at the screen <laughs> but he he quote tweeted the uh, Reggie's post there just with a winky face and he's a um, concept designer at Retro Studios cool alright yeah well his actual Twitter he says concept artist at Retro Studios thoughts and opinions are of my own so that's basically hinting that there is something, you know, fishy about that. Yep. Um, uh, there are two possibilities, in my humble opinion, whether Retro Studios is working on a new IP for Nintendo Switch, or this robot character is a fresh face will be fe- featured in Metroid Prime Four. Either conclusion is rad, um, though an original property from Retro is more tantalising to me. It's a good idea, and these, and. Uh, good idea to add more mascots to Nintendo's already impressive library so it just turns out to be like one of the friggin um, guys from Federation Force yeah well it could be <laughs> <laughs> uh, like all, all you can see is a like tiny bit of like the head which could be a helmet or something and like a, like a metal hand that's all you can see in the photo um, but when you read this news story we were like oh yes this is going to be a new character or you're like oh it's probably just someone from arms or something. It's questionable. You don't mm. like it. 
that's the thing with these things is it's like it could be a new character or it could just be the guy from Federation the, one of the guys from Federation Force like it, it could be something from a previous IP somewhere or you know it, it's it's kind of hard to take it without a, a without a grain of salt yeah it's possible it is something they're working on but I, I'm not the, I'm not in the place to say it's just sort of yeah I, I don't know I don't know how I feel about it mm. well Retro Studios would have had to have been working on at least something over the last four years since Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Yeah, but who's to say this is it though? Yeah, not me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I would love to see a new IP from Retro personally. Oh, I'm sure, we all would. Obviously, we're getting Metroid Prime Four now, but yeah, um, they they have something in the works already, and I would much rather like a brand new thing than. Them go, even going back to something like Star Fox or whatever, I would like to see something new from yeah from them, especially because like a new IP from a Nintendo studio that is you know Western based as well. Like we're starting to see like stuff like Splatoon, Arms, and that coming out of like Nintendo Japan, but something like made by I guess Westerners from Nintendo is really exciting. Yeah, and that's why Metroid Prime was so exciting too. Like seeing. Um, Westerners take on Metroid and what that become and people people love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for sure. become like a classic and Nintendo's staple and one of the, one of the most highly regarded GameCube games. The two on there and mm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I just look at it and it just rem- it just reminds me of Arms straight away. But I don't know I don't know why Retro Studios would put Samus Donkey Kong characters than someone from Arms. So yeah. obviously not someone from Arms. Yeah. So just from the other characters that's got there. Supposedly, that has to be someone new. Hopefully, <laughs> mm. my, my my bet is it, it it is someone. It is a new IP. I don't think. Don't think it would be someone. I don't know. It's hard to well, say. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Mm. You'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, Bryce, that brings us to the end of the news. Yep. That that was a long lot of news. It's nearly forty minutes. Sorry, mate. It is forty minutes. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy uh, crap. It's all right. Yeah. We'll move on to the next bit. Yeah, we'll move on to the next bit. So, Bryce, we have a very special guest coming. Um, now, that Nite- now that Reggie's actually left Nintendo, he's able to uh, come on the show and finally uh, answer some of your questions you've left on Twitter. So, just before he comes, Bryce, would you like to go and get us some beers? I think there's some furfies in the fridge. Or- oh, right. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just wait here and uh, wait till you get back. Okay. Oh, oh, Reggie, you're already here. All right. No, well, you may as well just sit down, Bryce. Is just going to get some beers. Hi. How are you? So, Reggie, how how's it been retired? Like you've just been retired for a couple of weeks now, or a couple of days? Sorry, not a couple of weeks. Don't get ahead of myself. How's how's it been so far? I love being retired. I get to spend all my time playing Animal Crossing on the 3DS. That's fantastic. Um, what's your town called in Animal Crossing New Leaf? Reggieville. Reggieville. Yes. All right. Why is it called Reggieville? That seems a bit a bit self-entitled. Well, my only complaint is that I couldn't get the developers to add in a giant Reggie statue in the center of town. Mm. Otherwise, it would be paradise. Would be- I just really love my name. Yeah, I love your name too. Like, um, Reggie, it has... Obviously, you love your name too because you've made it your, uh, your, your Twitter handle. Um, how did you go about getting your actual name as your Twitter handle? Because that's... I'd imagine Reggie would have been taken years ago with Twitter being over a decade old at the moment. Well, the Reginator is very persuasive. Right, all right. He look. does. He wears them sunglasses for a reason. Right, well, all right. Don't, you don't have to look at me like that, mate. 
Alright, that's a bit, bit freaky. A bit freaky. No, I'm serious. Stop looking at me like that. So, I've actually got some questions from some of our listeners, Reggie. Uh, actually, is Bryce, is Bryce going to come back? He's got us some beers. Are you a furfy drinker, Reggie? What's furfy? Uh, well, it's, it's like it's a craft beer that's brewed in Geelong. Are you really are you into that type of thing? I, I know you're from America, so probably Furphy isn't sold over there. But is this a sponsored ad in my interview? No, no, it's actually not. <laughs> we just okay. like we just like Furphy. Well, I'll drink it anyway. You drink it anyway? Okay. Well, I don't know what Ross is doing. Eh? He must have gone to the shops to try and get some. So we 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 have a we got a we got a few questions here on Twitter. So. At Daddy Gamer Fred, he asks, "What's your, what's your favourite Pokemon and favourite Pokemon game? Are you much of a Pokemon player at all, Reggie? Or not really? Not I really? don't play a lot of Pokemon. Um, but if I had to choose, I would say Snorlax. Snorlax, all right. What do you say, Snorlax? That's the because when I leave this job, that's what I hope to be doing. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so just like eat, sleep." Rave repeat. <laughs> yes. Not that Snorlax does much raving, but I could, I could imagine he does lots of raving. Oh, all the time. All the time. Dane Peavy asked, uh, what was... <laughs> Sorry, this is third person, apparently. Uh, Reggie, what was your favorite Nindy game to play on Nintendo Switch? When I'm not dropping off the battle bus, I really enjoy playing Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Nice choice. Adelaide uh, developed game. Very cool. What... Why do you gravitate towards that game rather than the bajillion other indie games coming out each week? I, As a child, I really had an obsessive relationship with bugs. I kept ant colonies, I kept moth farms, and I really, really liked bees. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, yeah, Hollow Knight's a great game. Are you, are you drawn to sort of like the harder, harder-based games, which are like, quite hard to um, get through a master like Dead Cells and games like that no because as company president I didn't have the time to finish a hard mm. game alright actually that's, that's that's actually a great question when you like obviously you got to play Zelda and that type of thing earlier when you are president of Nintendo but running a big company like that you wouldn't have had much time to actually get to play a lot of these games that are coming out apart from like obviously the big ones which you probably have to be informed on do you find yourself having a lot of time to play games now and enjoy yourself or are you sort of just like taking a step back from video games altogether and just spending time with the family maybe getting back into lawn bowls and all those things you enjoy did you see how messy my office was I've spent most of the time cleaning it mm. oh it's all clean now though Reggie like yeah but it's been like two days Two days. Yes. Gotcha. So, the first thing I'm going to do is sleep. Sleep. Oh, well, well that goes back to the other question. You're going to be like Snorlax now you're retired. That's a... Yes. Yeah. I mean... That was the joke. Yeah. I was going to ask if you'll be a little more like Munchlax, but you've got you've, you've got a you've got a nice big build, you know, like like Snorlax. I'm not I'm not saying you're overweight like Snorlax is, Reggie. I'm not I'm not here to offend you, right? You're 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 a tired you're a tired man. You've well, done your hard work. Thank you for the compliment. No, no, you're looking good, Reggie. Got to admit. Thank you. Um, Dame PV has another question. He says, "Is Reggie planning to make a John Farnham return back from retirement in the future in order to defeat Bowser from Nintendo America Castle?" Well, I don't know who John Farnham is, but Nintendo will always be my company. So, suck it, Doug. Uh, and I will be back. You'll be back? Yes. 
but he just retired what, what's the point of actually trying to come back to Nintendo of America when you're like alright I'm retired now you're appointed to my old job what's the point of coming back he didn't overthrow you or anything you wanted this Reggie you wanted this no you asked for this Reggie not really not really. Well, tell, tell us a bit what happened then. Like, what happened with Doug Bowser and everything? I just wanted to play video games. Mm. I spent so much time working at a company that makes video games, but never actually playing them. So I'm taking some time off. Time off? Yes. So the plan is to return? Is that what you're... They call it retire, not, uh, you know, dead in the ground. I'm not saying you're dead, Richie. <laughs> oh, well. So I'll be back. So how do you feel about Doug Bowser? Is he... Uh... Is he a good bloke? Are you happy he's taken, like, filled in for your role? Nice guy. Unfortunate name. Yeah, pretty unfortunate name. Like, it could be worse. It could be um, King K. Rule. Like, at least Bowser's like Bowser. It's like K. Rule. Doug K. Rule. Hmm. It could just be Doug Rules. Doug Rules. That could be a pretty cool name. I guess so. Surname, Rules. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's irrelevant, but yeah. Totally irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Um... Another question from our <laughs> one of our listeners, Metadocs. He asks, and he, he he asks it in a very specific way. He has a some lowercase letters, some higher letters. I think it's really to get the point across. So I'll try and uh, I'll try and read it in the way he's pronouncing it here on Twitter. So he's saying, "When are we getting M- Mother Three? So translation: When are we getting Mother Three, Reggie? Um, I know you haven't really gotten this question much." in your 15-year uh, uh, run at Nintendo over the years. But when are we getting Mother 3? I know you're retired now, so you can l- let let the ball out of the cage and well, just let it run, you know? Do you remember when I had that one unhappy man in the crowd who was asking for Mother 3? Yeah, I do. That was a great E3. Do Dude. you remember what I did to him? Uh, you set him on fire, Reggie. Yeah. That's what I did to Mother 3. Oh. You, you've burnt it to the ground? You say I never got this comment a lot. I got it a ton. Mm. I really didn't want to hear any more. That was sarcasm. So it is yeah. burnt. It was burnt. It's gone. Mm. How'd you go about burning Mother Three? Like it's software? Did you did you go to Nintendo Japan and burn the servers? Or I called in a personal favor, and I had the server destroyed. Hmm. Probably the server was like a little USB at Nintendo or something. Was was that the case? Maybe. 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 Why do you think we took down all the emulator sites? I wanted Mother 3 gone. Oh. Well, this is getting a bit more juicy then, so... The more I heard about Mother 3, the more I wanted it gone. Hmm. Well, fair enough. Like, um, it's personally a game I would really like to see come to Nintendo platforms. Just from how, like, it's writing and all that. And Nintendo, like, fans have translated the game. Why... And they actually offered the translation to Nintendo for free to put into the game, to bring the game to the West. Why wouldn't you guys and Nintendo of America, the Treehouse, just, you know, go with that, get the translation, you know, go through it to make sure it's all well and good. But the work was pretty much done. That's all all it needed to be. I don't take handouts. No, well, fair enough. Fair enough. I wouldn't either if I were you, Reggie. You're You're a good man. Um... Another question from um, our friend at Metadox. Now he says, in all seriousness, so he wasn't serious with that last question. He was just pulling your leg, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I can say you're worried. Don't worry about it. Anyway, he says, in all seriousness, I'd like to know what it was like being president of Nintendo America. How everyday life as the president was. What was it like, Reggie? 
could you imagine being the prime minister of your country? Uh, I could, yes. Every day I think about about that. Yeah. Could you imagine the many, many people that give you backlash on the daily for very minor things mm. that might not even be your fault? Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of what it's like. Except you get praise more than a prime minister. So, the praise is good. The praise is fantastic. I love being praised. Like I am some sort of holy figure. It's it's great fun. And I really liked playing the games early that I got. Uh, that the company was making. Uh, I loved interacting with other studios and people bringing me their ideas. And it will be some of the best memories of my life. But in saying that... Hmm. I can't fix and remedy everything like Mother 3. I just burned it instead, but that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. My objective at Nintendo was to create a bigger, more expansive company that everybody that can enjoy from the ages of 0 to 99 and beyond. If if we're really going to go that far. I was was about to say, like, no, 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 you can't play a game over 99. That's just, (laughs) that's a bit rough, Reggie, but yeah. I get it. That's yeah. I I'm not being discriminatory, mm. but I enjoyed every moment that I had at Nintendo, and I can't wait to sit down and play some video games. And I'll be back mm. in Fant- some form. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I think I can hear your car outside, Reggie. I think your driver's here. Um, I, I know you're a busy. Well, you're not a busy man. You're retired, but you know I don't want to hold you up any longer. Bryce has been taken bloody for ages. It bloody, but like. Well, I could imagine having a 12-cab limousine out the front of your house is probably also not very legal with how many drive with how many driveways it blocks. Mm. So, uh, I'm going to be going. I don't know how you're going to get around the corners in that long a limo, but I hope you have a skilled driver. I'll, f- I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't know where Bryce is with these beers. He's been taken for ages. It was just... I don't know if he's gone to the bottle or what, but between you and me, Reggie, he's, he's, he's not very good at going to get beers, honestly. Like... I remember having you on like a was it last year sometime we went to get beers then and he completely missed you then um, would you like to leave any message or anything for Bryce um, before when he gets back because this is an audio podcast it is recorded edited and put up later would you any message you would like to leave him uh, you're fired you're fired from yep. what from what the house of Mario or uh, his job or yeah I, I'm gonna guess you're not paying him but he's fired anyway no He's fired anyway. All right. I'll let him know once he comes back. Okay. Reggie Fizemay, thank you very much for joining us on The House of Mario. Thank you. Enjoy your retirement and enjoy your Twitter. I, I want to see all your personal things on there. Everything. i got to get back to playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. So. Good luck with that uh, Reggie statue in the middle of your town. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, so I got the beers. Uh, you, you Where's just, our guest? Uh, you, you just missed him. Um, I forgot to say... Uh, he said, you're doing a great job. Continue on the house of Mario. You're doing a great job, buddy. Just every single time you try to get him on the show and you do get him, he's either here for a very short amount of time and gone or he's here from a very, for a very long time. But I get caught up in the middle of looking at some pretty birds on a tree and I take my time yeah. because nature's beautiful. Okay? Did you say pictures of birds on a tree? or <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes, yes, let's go with that. I, I don't know. I think I said pretty birds on a tree. I'm pretty sure I said pretty birds on a tree, but we'll go with pictures of birds on a tree. Okay. Uh, well, do you have to go to the bottle or what? Or they add a furphy or what's... Uh, well, look, 
if I tell you, I had to kill you. That's yeah. Well, uh, no. The funny thing is, I don't want to be killed, um, but I do want to know. So, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to give give on some of that there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, Bryce, we're at to the point of the show where we can talk a little about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and we have not got a lot of time. <laughs> oh, we got heaps of time left, Bryce. I don't. Oh, well. <laughs> Whoops. Um. <laughs> so we we got the we got Persona. We got Persona. Persona. We got Joker from Persona Five. Shit, in Smash where have Bros. you been? The future. Yeah, yeah. I have, okay. I have been actually. Okay. I won't tell you about that, but I'd have to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It works both ways, doesn't it, mate? <laughs> yeah. And also the three point update, which brought lots of uh, new features to the game, including stage builder, Smash World, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Bryce, would you like to start off? What would you like to start off talking about the, the update or uh, the Persona uh, inclusions? Uh, well, I mean, I think it all sort of just comes into one bundle. Uh, but if Ooh. we're going to talk about um, the Persona inclusions, I guess uh, I did the spirit. I did a bit of the spirit board. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, for those of you that haven't realised it yet, um, you can get all DLC spirits on a special board that has no time limits, uh, and then you just have to earn them that way. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, Joker himself is sort of built off the foundations of like a few different characters in my opinion but it melds really well and it fits his like the actual style of his character pretty well yeah um and it's great uh i think the joke has a few drawbacks and this is kind of just my first impressions because i haven't had enough time uh, to, of course of course yeah you know and he's, he's, wanna, been, he's been out less than 24 hours at this point yeah yeah oh well a bit no, over a bit over 24 hours yeah. but yeah I, I will I want to talk more about it next episode um, when I've actually had more time um, but uh, his rebels guard his down B is all about absorbing damage to build gauge I'm not sure if it's entirely worth it yet um, it feels like taking damage unnecessarily is kind of pointless uh, because the gauge charges relatively alright anyway just from passively fighting um, and like Arsene has better kill potential than what just Joker has on his own mm-hmm. um, so there might be a reason to charge Arsene every now and then uh, maybe it's a good idea to use it when somebody's dash attacking you instead of shielding yeah. maybe using it in that sort of example is probably okay um, but yeah uh, his his gun's a bit weird there's been tech discovered with that already where it's almost like wave dashing tech Oh really? Yeah, he gains momentum when he hits the ground mid animation mm. with that move. All right, because it, it did show during the uh, actual direct as well that you can like use it for dashes and all that type of thing as well. So mm. whether that was um, meant by the designers or um, that's just something that's come as a result of uh, using that movement for the that move. Yeah, no, um, it's something that's definitely been discovered more than it has been like intentional. Yeah. Uh. I think it's got to do with the way that because the way the the way the gun works is you press B, you choose a direction, Joker fires in that direction. It's not direction and B at the same time, sort yeah. of thing. So it's uh yeah, a little bit strange, but it works. Um and then yeah, his his basic attacks and stuff like that, they're all they're all good for combos. Like he's got a up what was it, an up B similar to is it Falco's? Where it's like multiple kicks in one thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and up A, up aerial, whatever. Um 
and then his range is relatively short. Can't say that's a bad thing. His grapple, his up B, like his recovery outside of Arsene is really good, but it's also a little janky, I feel. Mm. It's reliant on edges to actually like latch onto if you want to recover. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't yeah, you can't uh, and I'm not even sure if you can actually use it for anything outside of just recovery. I don't think you can. You can grab people with it. You sure? Because sh- every time I've tried, I can't. Mm. Well, it's shown in the direct that, you know, there's someone on a platform above you and you use it to pull them down. Oh, okay. it, show, it showed us that, so. Cool. Okay, well, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've I've tried doing that but never had, no, like, an actual success of one. I've only played about 15 matches at three stocks, so, yeah. you know, could be hidden in there somewhere that I'm just mm. missing it. Um the memento stage itself is really bland in my opinion like it holds all the aesthetics of mementos per se and there's nice little persona references in there from persona 5 obviously you know you've got the characters in the background Morgana driving around as a car in the background stuff like that and the music selection is great but the actual stage itself I feel is really bland mm. and I feel like it probably could have been backed better by like maybe being Shibuya or a character's palace or something that's a little more flavoursome than what is literally essentially just the map screen of Mementos. Mm. What What do you feel you're looking for? Are you looking for like more hazards or more um, things going on in the stage? Well, no, just like you're looking, you're looking in the background of most stages and there's always something going on or there's like the backdrop's really pretty or, you know, sort of like a recreation of something like the uh, Pokemon Stadium, the Sinnoh Stadium one. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's really pretty looking and obviously like it's on unique creation because yeah it's from a a, a DS game um, but uh, the memento the mementos is literally just the mementos map screen in the background of a stage and the stage is mementos themed yeah it's kind of bland and honestly not 100% appealing I feel like they could have done better with it mm. um, so I've, so you as a fan of Persona 5 and obviously Smash Bros you know it it, it doesn't impress you a whole a whole lot no the stage itself doesn't really no mm. the only thing that's really good about it I suppose is the change of colour of the background and like the effects of the stage depending on what music from what Persona game's playing so it's yep. yellow for 4 blue for 3 and then red for 5 Yep. So, like, there's some cool stuff in there in that terms, but not really, yeah. Do you mind, though? Because obviously we like playing on, you know, Final Destination oh, no, stages yeah. a lot. It's, so. it's a good stage in that regard. Like, it's a very basic stage with, you know, a couple of platforms and it it's good in that perspective. Mm. But I just feel like when you compare it to something like Castle Siege, maybe, where there's, like, stuff going on in the background and it's, like, a really pretty yeah. outlay of a castle and stuff like that I feel like it's really bland mm. so yeah kind of sucks in that yeah. regard I feel like it's a it's a, it's a a good stage to play on obviously you get the great music on there and you get yeah. the, the visual changes and see the characters in the background but I guess, I guess uh, you're looking for something a bit a bit just more unique which uh, just something that comes from the game and is not as simple as just the map screen of mementos yeah it's kind of kind of a cop out I feel I feel like even if they just did literally a train station in Mementos, that probably would have been better. Mm. Oh, well, there's there's a train like coming underneath. So yeah, but or something. 
I mean, I mean, just like I don't know. It, it's it's hard to explain. Just like looking at just looking at a static background background of a map screen I've seen a million times playing Persona is not really exciting. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. You know what I mean? Mm. And I mean, I know that obviously there's more effects on the screen that sort of make it more appealing and all that shit. But I I just feel like the thing that leaves it the most bland is the background. Yeah. It's not very eventful. Mm. So no, yeah. I get that. I'm I'm just happy to have all that Persona fight or Persona series music in there while oh, playing, yeah, great. playing yeah. Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Like my 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 opinion on it all is like I've I've played even less games venue of Persona. Yep. Um of, of Persona of Joker. Um I really wish it came out on Wednesday because I had the day off Wednesday because I was rained off from work. Yep. But yeah, um, the day it actually came out, I, I didn't get home till 12 o'clock that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then really. like I played a bit today and organized a bit of what we're going to talk about today and whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I'll be, by the time uh, and the next episode goes out, I would have played yep. a fair bit, I would, would have hoped. Yep. Um, so we'll talk about the actual stuff that came out in the 3.0 update. So this is everything that everyone gets, not just the season pass holders. Yep. Um, so the stage builder, that's the biggest one for me. That's something I really wanted to see back into it. Yep. Um, have you been making much stuff in no, it? No, I played or? around with it. Yeah. I think the stage builder, builder itself is okay, but and I'm pretty sure I mentioned, to it, mentioned it to you last night. It needs a bit more to flesh it out. Mm. Yeah. Like it's a good start, but yeah. Like I sort of noticed that you can only draw stuff. Like I can't actually just place blocks and stuff like that. I don't know if that's hidden in there or what, but I could only find like a drawing tool. I couldn't find just place blocks. The or... drawing tool, if you click on it, you can make rectangles and circles and stuff. I know you can make them, but like in that, for example, the Wii U one, you just like you tap the screen, it does a block, and you can just block out stuff. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, I wish that was in there because like I'm not a very good drawer. Yeah. <laughs> so. Even, like I just want to make a box I don't want to have to like get a ruler out on my Switch yeah just do it that way I'm sure there's there's probably is a way to do it but I feel like I'm going to have to break out my bamboo pen like I've got oh, yeah. I've got a a Wacom bamboo pen yep that can be used on any touch screen mm. I feel like I'm going to have to break that out and then just get a regular ass ruler to make a straight line <laughs> you know what I'm saying get, get you um get your graphic paper out yeah yeah exactly <laughs> from, from your year 10 math book yeah <laughs> uh, but what what I was really looking forward to the stage builder was obviously to um, you know make make my own uh, courses and stuff. Yep. But a lot of stuff out of the Wii U version, people were making their own game modes. So there's one called Smash Football where you could like uh, you've got like two cannons just facing down, and the idea is to like um, knock each other into the cannons and like it smashes them down, and that's basically getting a goal in basketball. Yeah. So, like so, I played a fair bit of that, and I, um there was a there was a mode I made with a uh, one of our friends, Dan, who's actually been on the podcast before, he, we made a uh, a map where it's just like very thin little dots at the bottom where you can spawn. Then the rest is just um, sky. Yeah. And you put it on special special smash, and you can put jetpacks on, and you just fly around like that. Yeah. And so you're just flying around, playing smash, and I, so I did that with this. I went, I made my course, I made my map, and I went to special special smash. And I couldn't select my custom map in Special Smash, but then I went to the normal Smash and I could select it. So just from just from that, I'm assuming you can't do Special Smash in in your in your stage builder stages, yeah. Which sucks, yeah. Because you could do it in Smash Wii U, yeah. So um, one of the re- reasons I was looking forward to it the most is just you can't do it. 
which yeah. so I hope they fix it in the future. You know, it's pretty. I think they're more pretty easy little little uh, patch. I yeah. imagine compared to a lot of these other things people are asking for. But yeah, yeah. Um, apart from that, I saw the. Uh, the, the Twitter account which um, it's like can you pat the dog have you seen this Twitter account <laughs> where they just go can you pat the dog and it's just like yes you can pat the dog in what random game Fallout 4 or you cannot pat the game right. pat, pat the dog in this game yeah. they said with a bit of work with the new stage builder you can pat the dog in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate <laughs> and it's just like this dog and this hand just rotating around its head <laughs> so you can pat the dog in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate so that is the best thing we got out of this new patch. A, a brand new dog method, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Patting method. Pat yeah. method. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. Um, you can. There's a new uh, video editing software. I, I, I was in Smash World and I was looking at a bit of these videos people are yep. starting to put out. And people are putting out like random little stories. It's quite, it's quite interesting to see what people come up with. It's basically like little... People put little stage plays together just in the Super Smash Brothers yeah. universe. It's really smartly done and how you can control the camera and everything while you're doing it. It's really cool. Yeah. That, that a lot of them are like, oh no, Donkey Kong stolen Peach. Mario goes across all these places to get to Peach. Um, Donkey Kong punches Mario. Uh, then mario comes back and gets peach <laughs> like it's just basic stuff like that but it's quite interesting like little basic stage plays like with very yeah. limited editing software you know people can come up with so i mean the smash world stuff matt the smash world stuff is basically what i had been asking for anyway is the ability to put replays up and share them like much easier so i feel like it's good the only issue i have is something that i brought up with you earlier was um that when you're uploading a replay it uploads it to youtube and then uh, sorry, yeah. it uploads to them, then they upload it to YouTube, and then it displays on the app. So it's sort of, it's a bit weird. Like it's a bit uh, topsy turvy, and it can take some time for your videos to get up there as a result. Yeah, because you've got to upload it twice. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So you're mm. kind of putting it in Nintendo's hands to be like, hey, upload this for me. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of sort of yeah. So hopefully they kind of well something kind of figures that out. Yeah. I don't know if it will because Nintendo obviously like with that method they want like you put the video up so that basically becomes their video which they are putting up to YouTube yep and that's their way of like you know copyright monetizing monetizing and all that so yeah I just want the process to go quicker though I'm not even that fussed about like that that's how they want to do it I just want the process Mm. to go faster Mm. and it wasn't really fast yesterday it took me about 30 minutes to get a one minute 30 second video up no right from the time that I hit upload on the switch it's about 30 30 to 45 minutes Jesus yeah <laughs> uh, actually um, Jamel who's um, oh Miguel sorry not Jamel Miguel who's <laughs> been on the podcast before he put up something interesting on Twitter so he hasn't got the, the character pass for Joker and he was going around on Smash World looking at uh, uh, videos of Joker, yeah, and it actually won't let him. It says you you do not own this content, so you can't. What? You can't, so you can't view the videos. Yeah, it says that. Nah, that's bullshit. As it if. says that. I'll, I'll I'll find it while we're at while while we're talking. No, no, I mean I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I, but I that that's crazy. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it wouldn't just want to be putting all these videos in your face to be like, okay, he looks cool. I'll buy it. That's probably the. That's what I would have thought the point of all this sharing stuff was. Yeah, it's like show the game. It's it's kind of like. You don't own the game. You can't look at any videos of Smash Bros. It's like, I'm trying to look out for a review because I want to buy it. <laughs> it's a bit silly, isn't it? Like, 
I hope they fix that. Yeah. I do too. Oh. Oh, well. Um, so, DLC Spirits have added a new option to the Spirits menu. Yep. Uh, there's a whole lot of Spirits we're going to go through. Well, not going to go through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, a lo- lot of... Uh, and they're me costumes, but the problem with me costumes is a lot of them are bought separately, so... Well, they're, they're, they're all bought separately. Yeet. Yeah. Well, that's 75 cents American, so there'll be like a dollar twenty here. Yeah, and I don't Probably. care that much about me costumes. No, I couldn't either. In the Wii U version, I bought a couple of interesting ones. Right. Just be kind of because. Yep. Really, but I'm not that interested in uh, these ones. I, I never used the Me Fighter, so maybe if I did, it'd be pretty compelling. I'd yep. love to see... I don't know if I'd love to see this. I'd like to see it for free, but I would like to see like costumes for other characters, just any characters which you can purchase. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the me- I think that's the next step for them when they want to make money out of Smash outside of the season pass. Is they need to make alternate skins. They they can clearly do them. Look at Builder Mario and Wedding Mario, and hmm. you know all that. And it's, it's it's obvious they can do it. So I well, don't. Think- yeah, a couple of characters get some like real love with their skins, whereas other characters just get colors. Yeah, like in. Even back in Brawl, I remember like Wario, he can have his WarioWare uniform or his Wario uniform, like he's from the normal games. Yeah. And like, we're sort of thinking like, why can't everyone else have really different skins like that? Yeah. And I mean, I get it comes down to development time, but if that's the case, then why don't you just release them as DLC? Mm. You know, a bit of extra money. Would you mind? It's like if one of your characters, say, uh, say Zero Suit Samus, it gets a brand new skin, which is completely different. And they say, a dollar please for this one. Absolutely. You'd pay for it? I'd buy that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Might not, might not be a dollar. It might be like more like $2.50, but yeah. Yeah, I'd, it, yeah, I'd buy realistically, it. Realistically, yeah, it would be more. Yeah. Especially in, down here in Australia. I'd buy it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Represent my favorite character. Mm. Show them that I want them to keep this character in Smash games to come. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's actually got it's actually got here um, on the uh, My Nintendo News article as well that... Uh, like it has every single change made to all the characters. We're not going to go. To, we're not going to go through that. No. Um, <laughs> all, all you really need to know about all of that is that a lot of pre- people's um, projectiles got nerfed against shields. Oh, did they? Yes, their yeah. shield damage has been nerfed. There's only a few exceptions, like Rob's Thorin stayed the same. But yeah, it's just to mitigate the overuse of projectiles, mm. I guess. With all this other stuff, I didn't even think about. Uh, Balancing, to be honest, I was just like, oh, new no, features, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. No, yeah, there's nothing to be concerned about. They're still gonna, they've apparently they've really still got to balance Peach out still, but next update, hopefully. Yeah, I know hormones are hard to deal with, aren't they? <laughs> apparently, a floaty kick is hard to deal with. Yeah, well, pe- like just from the videos, especially when the game first came out, just seeing her, um, she looks pretty OP. She, she's the best. She was the best character in the game. For a while, I'm pretty sure she still is. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at the tier list. Her and Daisy, long time, but they're both mental. Mm. Anyway, mental. But yeah, uh, so <laughs> I think I think that kind of covers my first impressions. Anyway, I've still got more to trudge about, and mm. I'll talk about it a bit more next week. Mm. Well, then, well, you won't talk about it next week. Well, the week after, because we have next week we have a. Uh, a takeover. The Hungry Gamers are taking over the podcast uh, next Tuesday. Yes. So I look forward to sitting back and uh, having having a listen to uh, our show being taken over by uh, 
completely different people <laughs> by hungry gamers yeah and I'm, I'm excited to have them on too because um since joining 8-bit collective you know brendan and those guys have helped us quite a bit with their going to packs and um avcon and these different things so yeah be cool to have them take the wheel absolutely yeah and so that, that that's the end of your smash brothers impressions bros yep Yep. I think that'll do for now. I'll talk about. I'll t- talk more about it later. I want to get some more time in with Joker and the Stage Builder before I really make a final verdict on stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the House of Mario episode ninety-two. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on your podcast player of choice and uh, leave a little cheeky five-star rating. That helps a lot with the algorithms. Apparently, apparently. apparently. I don't know. I don't work at iTunes. Ask no, someone who does I work I don't it either. Don't you? No. Oh, really? Funny that. Yeah. Um, if you want to join in our Discord, there is a link in the show notes below where you can talk to myself, Bryce, Metadogs, Jamie, etc., etc. So Luke. Yeah, a few people in there. I don't want to keep going, so I'll forget someone and everybody. Delfino Jurians. Yes. <laughs> Stop going. You're going to miss someone. You're going to miss... Sam Hay. <laughs> Stop it. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, that was, a fun, that was a fun episode, Bryce. I enjoyed that. It was, it was, good. It was good having Reggie around. It was good to talk about. Uh, it's a fair bit of news that we actually... Uh, I feel like I'm never going to see Reggie. You know, you're probably not. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed my time with him. That's all I, that's all I needed. Okay. Okay. All good. All right. And uh, we'll finish the show with Nintendo Jukebox. This week, uh, we'll be... <laughs> we'll be having... I don't know what we'll be having. We'll be having chicken braised with a bit of lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Brace of lamb. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Like, get a piece of lamb meat and just like smash a chicken with it. <laughs> uh, so we'll have a, a Life Will Change, which is a song from Persona 5 and is a, is a cover by Amy Lee, who does fantastic anime covers on SoundCloud, Spotify, etc., etc. There'll be links to all her work in the show notes below. And until next week, you'll be, where you'll be listening to The Hungry Gamers. Brendan and Salim talk about whatever they decide to talk about. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
when I'm not dropping off the battle bus. <laughs> Fortnite isn't an indie game, Reggie. I hate to tell you. Um, but when you're not dropping off the battle bus, what is your favourite indie game to play? That has to be cut out. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I was going ahead with it, but I had to. I wanted to make it one entire thing, but then you stopped. Sorry, I was trying to hold my nose to hold in the laugh. <laughs> okay, All I'll right. start. I'll start again from that. From 